Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www. Dot blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Hello and God bless you. This is Lynn Tender with the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show and I'm so excited that you've decided to join us. It is the first Friday of the month, and I am delighted that I have a co-host with me. His name is Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson. Hello, sir. How are you? I am doing well on this wonderful day, Lynn. Uh, Always good to be with you. And uh, as we were chatting a little bit earlier, uh, wow, where is the year going? It's the third (laughs) month already, the first Friday, and wow. Time is rolling, but always good to be with you. Thank you, and and, and I feel the same as well. Um, you know, all I can say is, you know, God is blessing, and, 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 and there's some good things happening, but I just, it would just slow down just a little, but it is what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It won't slow down. <laughs> I know, I know. I used to laugh with friends, Pastor Johnson. I can remember when I was a a teenager, and it seemed like time was going so slow. I was like, I can't wait till I get 18. I mean, it just seemed like it was forever before that birthday would come. And then all of a sudden now into adulthood, it's like we can't slow the time down. (laughs) Well, like we always say, be careful what you ask for. That is so true. That is so true. Well, listen, everybody, we want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, We are always excited about having the opportunity to feature different Christian authors. And with this being the month of March, March is Women's History Month, and we just want to salute. We want to salute um, three women who have gone home to glory. They were uh, past Christian authors on tour, authors, and um, just phenomenal women. And we just want to celebrate their lives. The first is Sharon Moore Stenhouse. She was a founding member of Christian Authors on Tour. She was the author of several books, a talented graphic artist and book cover designer, and she gave herself and time to support her fellow authors. You can look for her on Amazon.com and uh, check out her books. Um, Just look up her name, Sharon Moore, and that's Moore, M-O-O-R-E, Stenhouse, S-T-E-N-H-O-S-E. We have another author who has gone home to glory, and we just want to celebrate her, too, for um, Women's History Month, and that's the late Bishop Dr. Bertha M. Green. Uh, Bishop Green was a member of Christian Authors on Tour, and she truly was a prayer warrior. Her book, uh, From the Cradle, uh, 
from the cradle and the fallen shall be raised to stand. That's also available on Amazon. You can just do a search for uh, Dr. Bertha, B-E-R-T-H-A, initial M, green, with an E on the end. And then last but not least, we want to celebrate um, Christian author Anna Renault. And uh, Anna's books were featured in several of our Christian Authors on Tour stops. She was a beloved uh, CAOT member, and we really miss Anna. And you can actually um, check out her books on her legacy page. It's www.annarenault.com, Anna, A-N-N-A, Renault. R-E-N-A-U-L-T dot com. And, you know, Pastor, Pastor Johnson, it's hard to feel sad because we know where they are, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we when know. I heard you read, yeah, when I heard you read about, you know, those lovely, beautiful women, I specifically remember Anna because uh, yes. she was with us also on the television show. And yeah, uh, you and yeah. I had a chance to interview her as well in her last days. So, but you're right. It's it's a challenge to really be sad because we know they're in a much better place, but we do miss them. And we, we yeah. have to acknowledge that we do miss their presence. So thank you for sharing and giving them the honor that they are due. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's really what this venue is about, and I'm so excited today we get the opportunity to uh, share something for the little readers. Not often, you know, we don't often have, uh, we, we, we know a lot of authors that write for um, uh, children, but um, we mainly have more adults authors, I would say, Pastor Johnson, than we would have the, the, the children's book authors. So I'm always excited when we can feature a children's book author because I think it's so important that just as we're sewing into the hearts and the minds of adult readers, it's so important to feed the spirits of our little readers as well, right? Yep. And I am more excited than you because when I read about her, I was like, yes, a children's author. Yeah, love it, love it. The, the, the bright photographs, the illustrators. You know, we have yeah. to take our time to educate our children because they feed off of every word. So children's book authors have to be very meticulous, uh, even more so than the adult authors uh, because the adult readers are – they have a little bit more imagination, but we have to be a little bit more direct when we're educating our children. So, Lynn, if it's okay with you, I will go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Absolutely. All right. Well, we want to welcome uh, Beverly Rayner, who's with us. Uh, she's a former school librarian. I, I love the libraries as well. Uh, children's book author, as you heard from Lynn. And her latest publication is called Barclay and Burke Builders, A Parable. And it's uh, built off of the foundational scripture found in the seventh chapter of Matthew, uh, verses number 24 through 27. And I want to start out by first and foremost, welcome Beverly to Christian Authors on Tour here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Johnson and Lynn. It's really nice to be with you today. And um, I'm very happy to um, tell you about my books and my writing journey. Absolutely. Well, we are happy to have you. And on that note, that is my first question. If you'd be so kind, walk us through your writing journey. How did you transition from being a former uh, librarian to a children's book author? Well, I guess sometimes people think the two go hand in hand, but in my case, that wasn't the case. Um, I had worked in schools for uh, a number of years as an EA, which is an education assistant, and then I switched to libraries. And um, um, about that time, I was really seeking the Lord and, and saying, Father, I don't, I don't know. Do I have any gifts? I don't feel like I have. But I really want to do something for you. And so I was searching and I was looking at myself, feeling, um, what could I offer? What, what could I offer? And um, it became clear to me over some time that writing was something that I really enjoyed. Um, because I think um, the Father often gives us things to do that we enjoy. It's not necessarily things that we're going to hate. But um, So in my case, um, I had always written a lot of letters. Thank you I for am tuning in to the Christian Authors on Tour blog oh. talk. Hello? Just, yeah, just keep going, Beverly. Oh. Every now and again. Yeah, that sorry. Happens, so just keep, keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Three weeks for a loop. Um, yes, I emigrated from England when I was 18. And I back in those days, you could only write letters. There was no email. So um, I thought, well, maybe I can write. So I started to write. And because uh, my day was filled with reading picture books to different classes as they came in, um, I kind of gravitated towards picture books because I love the combination of um, story and art. The two go hand in hand so wonderfully. And so I thought, I wonder how hard it is to publish a picture book. And um, so about that time, I started to write. And because I was cataloging books in a library, I also understood a little bit about the different publishers that were out there in Canada. Um, where I live, and so I, I knew the kind of genres and where to apply to different publishers, and I I soon discovered that, okay, um, I just ended up on every slush pile, I'm sure, and so I thought, well, what I need is a history of writing, so I began to write for magazines, and um, I wrote about things that were of interest to me different subjects that I knew a little bit about or things that um, I was interested in, those subjects and wrote magazine articles. And I also wrote devotionals because I enjoyed devotionals and I was writing for online devotionals. So that was how I began to write. And then I created... Um, sort of a, like a CV of all my, my writing, what I had published. 
And then I started again to apply at different publishing houses with my stories. And eventually, the first one I got published um, was a book called The Face of Courage. And I found it really interesting that you and Lynn were talking about um, this being Women's History Month, because my first book was about a, a lady that lived during um, World War One. Her name was Edith Cavill, and I wrote her story, um, and it was published by The Voice of the Martyrs in Canada. Um, so that was how I began my writing journey. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, that your first book, would you consider that like a historical fiction book? What I did with that, Lynn, was um, it, it was a difficult story to approach because this is a lady who was um, a nurse, a martyr mm-hmm. for her faith. Um, and, you know, she she paid the ultimate price with her life. She um, helped Allied soldiers to escape from occupied Brussels um, during World War One. And um, she's actually um, buried in uh, England, in Norwich Cathedral, which was very close to where I lived. And so, again, it was a story that I knew a little bit about. And I thought, well, this is going to be a hard picture book. So what I did is I created a story about two children who go on vacation with their grandmother. And um, they're in the city of Norwich, and they go to the old castle, and they have... Um, scones with jam and tea and all the British things that people do when they go on vacation and then they go and visit the cathedral in Norwich and and they see that just just the beautiful cathedral there and they discover in the corner in the cathedral grounds the grave of Edith Cavill and the children are concerned because um, they want to find out about her life. So the grandmother in the evening, she sits down and she tells them the story of Edith Cavill and how she grew from a little girl in a village to being this wonderful woman who faced so many trials and yet stood her ground. Um, so that was how the story is written. Um, the story is about decisions and commitments that we make in childhood, that in our, in our youth, that anchor us. When, and when we're faced with trials later in life, we have that anchor in the Lord. So um, I wanted to appeal to children that it, it's important, the decisions that you make now, the choices that you make with your life now. Um, and like Edith, she determined to follow God right from childhood and and even in her little village she was busy um helping others um she at one point she painted all these little postcards and sold them so that she could raise money for a new sunday school um room things like that she she just um started off with a a a good commitment to the lord and when she was faced um, with great trials later in life, um, she was willing to lay down her life for what she believed. So that was how that story came about. So Voice of the Martyrs is a, 
is a um, ministry in Canada that you might not have heard of. What they do is they bring awareness to the church here in Canada about those that are persecuted for their faith all around the world. And um, they send out prayer letters. They have a magazine. And so um, so they published the book for me. And um, it was published at the end of 2019. And um, this uh, the book, the picture book, won awards at the Word Guild in um, Ontario um, for um, children. So I was very pleased about that. Yeah, I remember many, many, many years ago, Beverly, um, yes. my former pastor taught me that teaching is repeating until learning takes place. And uh, that's a general rule that I still use even until today. Uh, what was your motivation behind writing a children's book? Of, of all of the different options that you had in terms of your writing and a target market, uh, what what led you to specifically write children's books? I think a big part of it is that I have been involved with the education for so many years. Um, I homeschooled my daughters when they were younger. We moved about quite a bit. We lived in the United States. Before I had my own girls, I was um, volunteering in a in a school in Cali, Colombia, um, in South America. So I think I've always had that passion for children and education and seeing lo- young lives. Um, motivated and and changed and encouraged and inspired um because i know that if they are grounded when they're young when when they grow older it it will always come back to them even if they stray it will come back to them it's it's a foundation so um i think that's why i chose to write for children especially Yes, yes. So talk to us about your latest book, Barkley and Burke Builders, A Parable. What inspired you to write that one? Well, the inspiration behind Barkley and Burke Builders was um, I wanted to write a story that I could use to reach a wider audience. I didn't want it to just end up in in Christian bookstores and Christian schools. I wanted I wanted to be able to present a story um that unbelievers could grab a hold of and read through and and then come to the end and realize that oh okay so this was a story that Jesus told. Um I always feel in a way that um Picture books tend to be uh, multi-layered. By that, I'm, I mean that a book can be read and it can be just received as an engaging, enjoyable story, which, of course, we want it to be. Um, maybe the reader will take away something a little bit deeper. Maybe they will consider the message of the of the story. Um and my my hope and prayer for Barclay and Burke Builders is that um, the reader will not just see an engaging story and enjoy the story, but they will maybe consider um, 
their own life choices. Because after all, the two builders, basically, it boils down to a story about choices. Um, how can they apply those wise and foolish choices to their own lives? Um, if they don't know the Bible, if they haven't ever read the Bible, and they get to the end and they see the scripture from Matthew chapter 7, um, will they consider that? Will they say, okay, Jesus wrote this. What else has Jesus written? So that that's my prayer. My prayer is that I can reach a wider audience, that um, um, more people will pick up the book, children, adults, they'll share it together, and it will become one small stepping stone to lead them on a journey which will bring them to um, the joy of knowing um, forgiveness, repentance, um, fellowship with God our Father. So that that was why I wrote it. And a friend of mine um, who lives here in town, he did all the illustrations. He's a professional artist. His name is James Hensman. And um, so we had a lot of fun um, with these pictures and there's a little seagull that goes all the way through the book as well and we we had a lot of fun um putting the pictures and story together so um that was my motivation behind um the whole picture book outstanding and share with us if you would beverly what type of feedback have you been getting from your readers well um i have received um, positive responses. The book is published by Castle Key in Canada, and so um, I've been told that it's very creative storytelling. People have enjoyed the interactive artwork and said that it's a fun story. So that, of course, is what I want for sure, especially since it's for younger readers. My first book is more for 10-year-olds. This one is children who are between about four and eight. Um, I feel that the highest praise I've received is from those who are non-believers, uh, uh, unbelievers who have picked up the book and read it and said to me, oh, I like this. This is a good story because there's a lot of prayer behind books that I write. And so I, um, I'm excited when somebody reads it who is, is not a believer because I feel that this, this is my target. Um, audience so yes it's received some good feedback so far it was actually just released um, at the end of last year so it's it's quite new yet well congratulations that's really exciting really exciting and I want to give you the opportunity to share your contact information you're based in Canada right I am. I live in the most beautiful part of Canada. I'm I'm a little bit biased, I think, but I live on Vancouver <laughs> Island, <laughs> which is just above um, Washington. Um, yes, it's it's Washington State. That is, um, it's a beautiful place. Um, the climate is a lot milder here, so um, it's a very nice place to be. And it's surrounded by water and sunshine. Um, and my, I have a website, and so my books are for sale on the website. Um, my website is my name, beverlyrainer.com. 
That's um, B-E-V-E-R-L-E-Y. And then Raina is R-A-Y-N-E-R.com. And um, I'm offering free shipping too on my on my two books right now. So all my, all of the writing that I do, I um, uh, the money that I I get from writing, I send to missions. I'm very involved in um, um, a mission in Uganda at the moment, an orphanage that has 21 children, which is actually um, run by young people um, themselves products of either the street or poverty so um yeah so i i feel very blessed to be able to help along with that ministry as well all right outstanding well congratulations on all of the success i'm not surprised at all and i too also am very careful with my writing in that i can also reach a very wide audience uh, not just Christian men and women, but also use the writing as an opportunity to touch those who don't have a relationship with the Lord. And uh, it takes a little bit more thought and a little bit more um, care and feed to the writing, but it's definitely worth it. So congratulations on what you're doing. And if you'd be so kind, Beverly, share with us um, one more time how you tie in why you write with your life's mission. How do you tie the two in? Why you write and your life's mission. Where, where do the two cross? Where do they connect? I feel that this is God's gifting to me. And so I write because I feel that, I truly feel that's God calling me to do it. Um, I want to glorify his name. I want to lift him up um, so that all men are drawn to him. And I feel that this is one small area um, that I can make a difference. And so I write because I love the Lord. I write because I feel that that's his calling on my life. And I give it all to him. Um, I, I, whenever I hit a roadblock or any any uh, issues in writing, I, I pray about everything I write, everything I submit. I ask the Lord for His direction. And when when things don't go the way I think they should, I just say, Lord, it's yours, and I just give it back to Him all every day, and ask Him to just. Um, um, just to lead and direct in everything that I do. So um, that's my purpose. That's my sole purpose in, in writing. And, um, yeah, so I just uh, I, I feel very grateful that I have the opportunity to write. That answers the question. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. As a matter of, oh, as, as a matter of fact, yeah, as a matter of fact, I think that's the epitome of writing as a tool for Christian ministry. I mean, you couldn't have summed it up any better than what you did oh, just good. in terms of being yes. called. Yes, yes. And I thank yes. you for your obedience. I do. I thank you for your passion, and I thank you for the gifts that you have in these books because they sound simply amazing. 
Well, if I could, Lynn, I'd just like to re- leave your listeners with Psalm 37, verse 5, because for all writers um, and aspiring um, authors out there, I just feel commit your way to the Lord and trust in him and he will do it. Commit everything that you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. As we commit our ways to the Lord in whatever area he's called us to, um, he will bring it forth in his timing. So I think that would be my my um, message to your listeners today. And Pastor um, Johnson and, and Lynn, I do thank you so much for this opportunity to share with you today. Yeah, and thank we thank you. you as well. It's been a blessing. Yes, it thank has. You. And what a what a wonderful way to end the broadcast. That was such a powerful word. Thank you so much, Beverly. Wow. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. And thank yes, and thank you, Pastor Johnson. It's always a pleasure co-hosting with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Likewise, I always look forward to the first Friday of the month. (laughs) And our listening audience, listen, we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Please check out Beverly Rayner's website. Continue to pray for her, support her, uh, support her mission outreach. That is wonderful. And until next time, everybody, God bless. Thank <laughs> you.